for tonight. Psalm 30, uh, some familiar scripture tonight and just uh, a thought uh, to help us just as we go through this life. But I want to read these first five verses, Psalm 31 through 5. David said, I will extol thee, O Lord, for thou hast lifted me up and hast not made my foes to rejoice over me. And God's going to give you victory over what's coming against you. You need to always remember that God is going to give you victory. He said, O Lord, my God, I cried unto thee, and thou hast healed me. And that can be physically or mentally or emotionally or spiritually. God's a healer. O Lord, thou hast brought up my soul from the grave. Felt like it was the end. Felt like I was just dying. Sometimes we feel like that in our life, in our walk, in our ministries, but, but he's the resurrection and the life. Thank you, Jesus. Thou hast kept me alive that I should not go down to the pit. Sing unto the Lord, O ye saints of his, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. For his anger endureth but a moment, and his favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. I want to talk to us for a little bit about making it through the night. Making it through the night. Let's lift our hands and just pray for the lesson tonight. Lord, we just love you and praise you for your faithfulness and goodness and mercy. That you're always with us, always making a way, always giving us that victory that we need. And tonight, let our hearts just hear the word. Let it find good ground and encourage us and strengthen us. We're going to praise you for it. We ask it in Jesus' name. And everyone said amen. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. We're going to make it. We're going to make it through the night. Praise the Lord. You can be seated and God bless you a bunch tonight. There is um, about 11% of the population, it says, is... Uh, infected with this phobia and it's called nyctophobia that means fear of the dark it comes from the Greek word that means night and uh, but the one of the characteristics what it is they said I was just reading some about that and it was talking about where did this come from what they said they think it probably started back in you know, ancient civilizations when people lived out on the plains or lived uh, in places where uh, at night they slept out in the open and it was dark. And, it's, and they said it wasn't so much the dark maybe that is causing the fear, it's what's in the dark. It's the things they can't see. And if you've ever been camping, some of you, you know what I'm talking about, if you've been out uh, camping in, in the forest somewhere where the campfire's out and, and you know, you're just there. It's dark. There's nothing. And, and every little sound, what's that? <laughs> and it's not so much the dark that scares you, it's that I can't see what's in the dark. I can't tell what that is. Is it a cute little bunny or is it a tiger? I don't know, <laughs> you know, what is that? And so... Uh, when the psalmist writes about weeping may endure for a night, joy comes in the morning, maybe it's not so much that we only have trouble when the lights go out, 
but it's these seasons where we can't see an answer, where we can't see what's actually going to come of this. And and maybe it's the unseen or the unknown uh, that terrifies us, and it seems like a night season because uh, I can't see what is actually happening. We have that spiritual nyctophobia, afraid and a fear settles on us because of, uh, you know, what um, we don't know. It's the fear of, of that, that unknown. So uh, night seasons uh, happen to us all the time because there's many situations we get into that we don't realize or we don't understand yet and we don't know, God, what are you going to do? And uh, one thing that has calmed me uh, when I've been, you know, in places where, you know, maybe even at home, some people are afraid of of the dark, you know, even in their house, uh, because they just I can't see, you know, so your lights are on all across the house, things like that. But if I'm ever at home, the power goes out and it's dark, and I don't have any light. Uh, I think about what I do know. I know where I'm at. That gives me a comfort. Even if the lights are out, I know where I am. You know, there's nothing worse than waking up in the middle of the night. You ever done that and not know where you are? Just, you know, you, just, you forget or something, and all of a sudden you're like, because, you know, maybe you're on vacation, and so you're in a, at an Airbnb, you're in a new house, new bed somewhere, and you wake up and you look around. I don't recognize that. I've been kidnapped while I was asleep. I don't know what happened. But you start, and all of a sudden you remember, oh, okay, I'm on vacation. And it's that knowledge that brings you back down to a good level, and you make it through the night. And so there are lessons that uh, we should learn uh, about the night. There are things that we should know that we should remember. And and like I say, knowledge helps. And when you know something, it's it's just not as terrifying uh, when you have an idea of what's going on. And there are some things, I think, that we can learn to remember when we are in one of these night seasons where we're going through something that all of a sudden I don't know how this will turn out. I don't know how this is going to happen. Or, you know, I'm in a place where weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Uh, number one, first thing that I would, I would always recommend people to remember is that even in the nighttime, God is still God. Even when I can't see what he's doing, even when I can't see it, he's working. We sing it. We, get, we need all to believe it. And then, uh, you know, as Job said, I, I couldn't even perceive God, but, I, but, oh, I do know he knows the way that I take. And so in the night season, in that nighttime, God is still God. God is still your God. The night does not change him. He, he is not a different God in the day than he is at night. He is God all the time. Malachi 3 and 6, he stated, For I am the Lord, I change not. And it's my, the reason, he says, he says, and it's for this reason that you sons of Jacob are not consumed. And so he said, it's my steadfastness. It's my unchanging character. That's the reason you're still here today. Because if he was a, wishy-washy God, one that just changed and flipped and flopped like a leaf in the wind, we'd have a lot of trouble. If one day he was being good and one day he was being not so good, that'd be hard on us. 
If one day he was merciful and the next day he wasn't, it'd be hard on us because maybe we'd catch you on a day when he wasn't being merciful. So, but he said, but because I am unchanging, you're not consumed. Of course, the writer of Hebrews in 13.8, he said, Jesus Christ, the same, yesterday, today, and forever. So God is still God even in the night. That means that he is still faithful, that he is still true, that he can still and will do what needs to be done to get you through. In the night seasons, he's unchanging. That means he still loves you with an everlasting love. It means that he is still a healer, still a deliverer, still watching. The eyes of the Lord are over us. Even He sees in the dark. You know, he doesn't need night vision. He's got built-in night vision. He knows everything about it. He, so he's, he's still seeing everything that's going on. The eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, even in the night season. Uh, his ears are open to their prayers, even in the night seasons. God is still God, even in the night. God created this world out of the darkness. It was dark. It was without form. It was void. But then he said, let there be light. He created that. God created the night. He named the darkness night. He, he, he's the master of it. He created it. He named it. It's his. God owns the night. And so when you find yourself in that season of night and maybe you're even weeping, you can maybe find some comfort realizing that whatever I'm going through that's causing this, one thing I do know for sure is that God is still God. The darkness doesn't stop him from being able to do what he does. He spoke life into the darkness, and Lazarus came forth to the light. Listen, uh, his, that darkness didn't stop him from being who he was. His sisters, Lazarus' sisters, thought that uh, maybe Jesus had hit a stop sign because they said, if you had been here, then he would not have died. And he basically, he told them, he said, death don't change who I am. Him being rolled up in, in grave clothes and a stone rolled over him and him placed in that tomb, that don't stop who I am. I'm still the same whether he was sick or dead. And so, hey, let me just prove my point. Roll the stone away. Lazarus, come on out here and prove this for me. And here it comes, it says, and he that was dead came forth. So he, he still had that same power. He was still the resurrection and the life. Yeah, he's a healer. It didn't change that, but he said, let me give you one of these new uh, titles I have, resurrection and life. And so we need to remember, and even, you know, if Martha and Mary had had that knowledge and had that, that kind of faith when he got there, they'd been dragging him to the cemetery saying, come on, come on. Hey, somebody run ahead of us and get the stone out of the way because we know what he's going to do. But sometimes God has to show us who he is, because sometimes we do feel like, okay, this is simply how it is. This situation is not going to change. If if maybe if we'd got it, called it a little earlier, it could have been different. But but now we'll just live with it. And Jesus said, "Why well, just live with it? I'm the resurrection and the life." And so there are times where God will prove Himself in those times of weeping. People were weeping, they were crying, but the next set of tears was tears of joy and praise and happiness because their brother, their loved one, their friend was alive again. So remember that, that 
in the night season. Uh, one way that you will make it through the night is to remember that God still God, that he's still your God, and that the night doesn't change him. Uh, another thing would, would be this, and this is the big one, is don't let the darkness change you. In reading about this uh, nyctophobia, this fear of the dark, um, it can actually change the person. It can change the personality. They, it can cause them to be depressed. They become sleep deprived because they, they're afraid to shut their eyes and they become anxious and uh, they, they have a lot of health issues and things. It can change them because uh, this fear of the dark has interrupted a necessary routine. Uh, they can't they, they can't shut their eyes and be at rest because they're afraid of the dark. They're afraid of what they can't see or what's going to happen. So uh, when we're in these night seasons of trials and tests and situations and things that happen in our life, we have to make sure that uh, the night doesn't change us, that uh, we don't forget who we are and we don't forget whose we are. That's, that's a big one. Uh, don't forget who we are. Beloved, now are we the sons of God. That now, that label now, N-O-W, it affixes itself to any situation you're in. See, today I'm going to say, now am I the son of God. And when I wake up tomorrow, I will still say, and now am I the son of God. When I am healthy, I will say, but now I am the son of God. And when I am sick, I will say, but now I am the son of God. When I'm rich or when I'm broke, now am I the son of God. When I'm full of when I'm hungry. Paul said, whatever state I'm in, I'm content because one thing I don't forget is that now I am the son of God. And so we learn that whether we're uh, abounding or abased, whether we're high or low, whether we're uh, happy or sad, it doesn't matter the state we're in, we're his. And so we don't let the darkness change us. We don't let the nighttime change uh, who we are. Uh, Paul said, this is, this is who Paul said we were. In 1 Thessalonians 5, uh, in, in starting in verse 4, he said, But you, brethren, you're not in darkness. He was talking about the coming of the Lord in the previous chapter, and then he got down to this. He said, But you, brethren, are not in darkness, that that day should overtake you as a thief. Yeah. Now, let me hear Let me say, he didn't say when he says, But you are not in darkness, he didn't say that you're never in darkness because we know that there are night seasons. He said, you're not in this darkness for the purpose that you should be overtaken because even in the darkness, there are some things that you should know. You, hear, you get that? You, you see what he's really saying there? He's not saying, well, you're not in darkness. Oh, I'm never in darkness. No, we get in darkness sometimes. We get in dark places in night seasons, and, but we're not in those night seasons. We're not in those darkness so that we can be overtaken and things can be stolen from us. Peace and joy and hope can be stolen from us. He said, you are the children of light. Yes. Don't forget it. You know, even a lamp sits in a dark room sometimes. And the power still running to it. It just has to be flipped on. And we need to remember sometimes that, hey, we may find ourselves, we are the light of the world and we may find ourselves in some dark places sometimes, but it doesn't change who we are. Just turn the light on. You are all children of light. You are children of the day. We are not of the night, nor are we of darkness. So he's saying you're, you, we're not of the night. We can be in the night, but not be of the night, just like we are in the world, but we are not of the world. 
and we can be in darkness by the, of darkness. He says, so since we're not of the night or of darkness, therefore let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep, they sleep in the night. They that be drunken are drunken in the night. But let us who are of the day be sober. Put on the breastplate of faith and love, a helmet, the hope of salvation, because God has not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. So don't forget who you are. You're the children of light, and God has not appointed us to wrath. He's telling you that even though things get dark, God still got victory reserved for his children. And so I'll make sure that I don't turn in uh, back to that. I don't want to revert back to the fleshly, natural man when things get dark. Uh, John 3 and 19, Jesus said that men loved darkness because of things that they weren't, because they were, because at that point, he's talking about men who are of darkness because their deeds are evil and wicked and in the dark. They think nobody can see what's going on. They even think God can't see what's going on, but God sees all that. I don't want to learn to embrace darkness and love darkness and become part of darkness. I'm going to go through some dark places, but I want to be light going through the tunnel. I want to, uh, 2 Timothy 2 and 3, um, or uh, I'm sorry, let me back up. I, I missed one. Psalm 112 and 7 uh, says that the man that trusts in the Lord, he shall not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is fixed, trusting in the Lord. Don't forget who you are. When you're in that night, trust God. Keep on believing in him. God's going to come through. God's faithful. We've got to believe that God is faithful. In 2 Timothy 2 and 3, Paul advised Timothy, Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians 15 and 58, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Don't let the night freeze you, stop you from doing what God called you to do. Because we, we need to work. Uh, I know the Lord said that we need to work while it's day. Uh, because the night's come, there is a night coming when no man can work. But in our night seasons, we can still work. When, they were, when Paul was on the ship uh, sailing, they were trying to make it to Rome. But of course, we know they got in a, a great big storm. And he said the sun had not shone for days. But he said there was much work to be done by the ship. They were throwing out the tackling. They were pulling down the sails. They were lighting the load. They were pumping water. They were doing everything they could to keep that boat up, even while it was dark, because the hope was that the sun will shine again. And um, so that's, that's it. We, we keep working. We keep laboring. We keep doing. That's how we make it through the night. In Galatians 6 and 9, of course, he said, and let us not be weary in well-doing. These are all part of who we are. We can't just say, I'm going to do well when it's light. I'm just going to do well when it's nice and bright and it's sunny, but during those night seasons, I'm going to ball up in a ball and I'm going to cry and just give up and I'm going to quit. That's not what God wants us to do. Uh, we must be faithful to God even in our darkest hours. I was in reading this, down, I saw some scriptures that I've never put with Psalm, that Psalm 30 and 5, but... Uh, Tonight, we're going to tie a few other scriptures into it. Psalm chapter 1, the very first psalm, is a great psalm. I, I used to hear Brother Everhart quote that 
many, many, many times just quoted from in, I mean, just multiple services. He would just, he would talk about how blessed it was to, to serve the Lord. And he would, he would again, that blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. That's Psalm 1 and 1. But in Psalm 1 and 2, it says that this blessed man says his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law doth he meditate day and night. You see, there's, there's more to do than just weep in the night. Weeping may endure for a night, but you ought to season those tears with a little bit of that word. Because he said, in the nighttime, while he's crying, he's still thinking about God's good mercy and his grace and his strength and his blessing and his word. He says, so while I'm, hey, I'm going to make it through this night with, I mean, you ever read your Bible through tears? Come on, you ever been praying with tears flowing? You ever been heartbroken but still praising God with tears flowing? And he said, weeping may endure for a night, but along with that weeping, make sure that you don't lay aside your blessedness by forgetting to meditate on God's word and remembering, hey, and remember even this, that God's word is a light unto my path and a lamp unto my feet. It's going to lead me out. The, the entrance of his word, it says, giveth light. And you know what a person who's afraid of the dark loves? They love a night light. Man, they love just something so I can tell that there ain't nothing in this room. It's something to give me a little light. And, and if you can just in that night season, while you're terrified, terrified and you can't see what's going on and, and you're just like, I, I got to have something, start quoting scripture. Start thinking about the goodness of God. He's faithful and true. Though I fall, uh, I'm going to rise and, and no weapon formed against me will prosper. He's the healer of all my diseases. Whatever it is you're going through, just start that word and it starts bringing light into your soul. And, and in that night season, it's, it's just like a little, little flashlight. You're like, there ain't nothing worse than coming out of the deer woods when it's pitch black dark and your flashlight go out. I've done it. Or walking in and it's like five in the morning so it's pitch black dark and all of a sudden, oh man. And you would just give anything if you had a match or something. Man, I can't see nothing. And I've done that before and had to just stop and wait by a tree until it got enough light where I could see where I was going because I was like, I'm going to walk and face plant into the side of an oak tree in a minute or either I'm going to walk right up on a skunk or something's going to, you know. So I'm, I'm just going to stand still right now until I can see a little bit. That's the worst. But, man, uh, when you've got that word, it just gives you light. And you're like, I can make it through this because the word is letting me know I can make it. So don't just... Don't just think, well, you know, you know don't, don't be so literal with that one scripture. Weeping may endure for a night, so I guess I'm in for a good season of crying. Okay, that's fine. Cry, but cry while you're rejoicing in the Lord. Cry while you're thinking about his faithfulness. You know, your heart could be broke, but you can still remember that God is for you. And if God is for you, who can be against you? And so, uh, so, so keep you in that word. Another thing that I found that uh, we have for the night. In Psalm 118 and 14, uh, it says, and this scripture is listed several different times in the book of Psalm, but it says, the Lord is my strength and song, and he's become my salvation. So you need to keep singing. Psalm 77 and 6, 
I call to remembrance my song in the night. Now the Lord is my strength and song, so the Lord's my song, and I'm going to remember my song in the night. I'm not singing the blues. I'm going to be singing victory. I'm going to remember my God in the night. I'm not going to quit being who I am. I'm not going to let the night change me from singing praise to singing the blues and, and being uh, singing and being negative and being cast out. I'm going to remember. Friend, I'm telling you, you can be uh, wounded. You can be crushed. You can be hurt. And you can still remember God because God's going to remember you. And he said, so the Lord is my strength and song and he's my salvation. I call to remember it's my song in the night. I commune with my own heart and my spirit makes a diligent search. I start remembering who God is. Let's see this in practice in Acts 16 and 25. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. We need to make sure what people are hearing from us when we're going through it. Are we bad-mouthing God? Bad-mouthing this life we love so much? Oh, it was good in the daytime. Remember that, that blessed man, he meditates on the law of the Lord day and night. He's not just quoting scriptures in the day. He's quoting them at night. He's not just singing praises during the daytime. He's singing them at night. And Paul and Silas with busted lips and black eyes and stripes on their back in the deepest part of the prison, locked up, shackled up, midnight, dark night, Paul and Silas prayed and sang. And the prisoners heard a great testimony because they had to know if you're in here, you, something's bad wrong, but they're singing praises to God. And you know what it says later? It says, and when it was day, a message was sent that said, let them go. I'm telling you, the day is going to come and you'll be free. But while you're shackled, while you're in that prison, while you're in that night season, while you don't know what's going to go on, you just keep trusting God and singing to God and praising God and lifting God up. And friend, you will come through. That's how you make it through the night. The next thing, which is very simple, is this, the night doesn't last forever. Whatever you're going through, it's going to change. I can't give you a, a, a duration. I can't tell you, well, it'll be a week or a year. I can't tell you that, but I can tell you that uh, the scripture, we, we opened up with it, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Ecclesiastes 3 and 4 says there's a time to weep and a time to laugh. So I know that the weeping is going to end. And that means the night season is going to end. God designed the night. When he spoke it in the very beginning, he designed the night to give way to the day. He said, darkness will never be able to stand where light is. Light always chases darkness away. Yeah, I remember teaching something on this one time when we were in that little shotgun building. And no windows, no anything. You flip the lights over there, it's black. And I said, let's walk, do a little experiment. We, I said, hit the switch. Man, it was dark. Everybody's sitting in the dark. I said, now, turn them on. Phew. I said, where'd that darkness go? 
it can't stand where the light is. It can't stay with the light. And so we are the children of light. The God we serve is light. And I'm telling you, his word is light. And we'll make it through the night if we hold on to the light. The Bible says when we abide in the light, there's no occasion of stumbling. We, we don't need to be stumbling. and You're not reaching around trying to find your way when the light's on. But we need to remember that the light's always with us. We are the light of the world. And so I, we need to remember that God designed the night to give way to the day. And uh, just because I know, you, I know you know it, but I'm going to read it anyway. But Genesis uh, chapter 1, verses 3 through 5, And God said, Let there be light. And when he said it, there was light. And there was light, just like God said. And the light, God saw the light. It was good. So he divides the light from the darkness. They're not living together. They can't. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night, and the evening, and then the morning. The evening disappeared because the sun was coming up. We, we, we see the sun set, and we see the sun rise. Of course, we know it's not really setting and rising. We're rotating, and it's, we're just getting it in the revolution of it. But, um, but you understand what we're talking about is, is like we see that it's not... Uh, yeah, I don't want to be, I know there's some places in our world where certain times of the year, it's like dark, 24 hours, they got like, or they got like 45 minutes of daylight. I don't want to be there. I've watched some TV shows where, they, a place where they live like that, and I mean, they have like 45 minutes of daylight. At like lunchtime, it's like pitch black dark, and they're like, they're like eat, let's go eat lunch. Eat lunch? Man, it, let's go to bed. Oh, they're, they're, they're trying to cut wood and do stuff. It's, can't do anything. It's pitch black. That's just where they are. I don't, I don't want to be like that. But what I do know is this, is that the sun's going, it doesn't matter where you are, the sun is always going to come up somewhere. And eventually it's going to keep turning and turning and turning until it's shining on you. You can make it through the night. It doesn't last forever. Colossians 1 and 13 says, God has delivered us from the power of darkness. I don't know what kind of power darkness has except to just give fear to people. It just gives fear to people because it hides things, and so it makes things unknown. But let me tell you, God has not given us the spirit of fear, but power and love and sound mind. So God has delivered us from the power of darkness. We will make it through the night. Psalm 112 and 4 Unto the upright there ariseth light in the darkness. So God's saying, I'm going to give you that night light. I'm going to give you that flashlight. I'm going to give you that, that lamp so that you can uh, be all right in this season that you're weeping. First Peter 2 and 9, of course, we know God called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. And I know that, that Paul or Peter is referring to a, a God calling the Gentiles and calling us into a God's light, but I think the principle of that is still, uh, you know, just something that's over and over because more than one time God calls us from dark places when we're spiraling and God sends a word after us, hey, 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 I've got you. Come out and this pulls us back uh, into that, that walk with him and that's, the, that's what that uh, reconciliation is and that that long-suffering is. That's what that forgiveness is. It's, it's just bringing us back to light over and over again. 
And so I'm glad that he called me out of darkness so I know how to hear that voice, listen for that voice to pull me back whenever I feel like I'm just about to give in to the darkness. In 2 Corinthians 4, 17 and 18, Paul said, For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, it works for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we look not at things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. Things that we see are temporal, but the things that we don't see, they're eternal. And so there's these things that you, you can see the darkness in your life. You can see, that's one thing about it, you can see darkness. You can see it. Uh, the only time you can't see it is when the light's on. But you can see when it's dark. You ever look out the window, oh, it's dark. You see the darkness, it's there. And, but So if, if I can see that dark time, if I can see what I'm going through, I've got to realize this is just temporary. But God's letting the temporary work something for your eternity because it's going to work a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. So uh, don't just focus like on that and think this is all. If you're going to look at it, if you're going to see it, see it in the right light. See it as temporary. What I'm going through Oh, it stinks. It's real. I don't like it, but it's temporary, and God's going to do something. It's only temporary. It's not going to last. Just like I said earlier, Ecclesiastes let us know there's a time to weep, a time to laugh. There's a season for everything, everything that we go through. There's a season, and lovely thing about seasons, as we felt when we walked outside this morning in 46-degree weather, seasons change, and we love it uh, so when, it, when they change for the good, you know, we love when we don't walk outside into that sweaty, hot summer weather. Uh, uh, you know, summer's good. Summer's got its purpose. But I sure like the fall. I like the cooler weather. Uh, Romans 8 and 18, Paul said, for I reckon. I, st- I love it. So, oh, Southern Paul. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. So he's, he's talking about two different spaces of time in your life. He's like present time, what you're going through right now. And he said, and whatever's happening now in this present time, well, you know one great thing about time? Well, I mean, it is great, but sometimes we wish it would slow down. But that's the thing. Time does not stand still. In other words, whatever you're going through, you're headed to the end of it. That's just a fact. It may feel like you're just stuck on a treadmill and going nowhere. It may feel like this is never going to end. But it's going to end because time does not stand still. And and Paul just said this thing that's going on in your present time, it's not going to be compared. It can't be compared with what's coming. So we're headed toward God's glory. Just like Job said, Hey, I don't know where God's at right now, but I do know this, that he knows the way I take it. When he has tried me, I shall be gold. I'll come forth as gold. In other words, I'm headed toward a better uh, solution. I can't see it now. I got sores all over my body. I got friends I can't stand. Uh, my wife's ill at me. I said, you know, I, things ain't good right now. God's about to get on to me. So, you know, hey, uh, but what I do know is this, is God's faithful. And so he made it through. He made it through the night. This present time 
just be dark. It's your night season, troubles, trials, but it won't last forever. And even in this present time, God is still God, and you are still God's. Don't ever forget that. So, and I'm about to wind up here. Hey, I'm, man, y'all going to get out early tonight. But sometimes we wonder, will I make it? You know, I, I hear you, Pastor, but, but will I make it? I, can I make it through the night? Yes, you can make it. Yes, I believe you will make it. Psalm 31, 23, and 24. Oh, love the Lord, all ye his saints. For the Lord, who never changes, he doesn't change in the night, preserveth the faithful, those that don't change. <laughs> you know, so you don't be changed. He don't change. You don't change. I want to be just like God that don't change in the night. For the Lord, he will preserve the faithful. I only need to be preserved if there's something that can spoil me. That's why, you know, they add preservatives to things so, to, so it won't spoil. And so you can eat that Twinkie in six months, you know, it's, and, it's, and it's still just like it was when they made it because it's packed full of preservatives, you know. And so, uh, but, and that's why we can still be good years down the road because God preserves the faithful. How are you still going? Because God has packed me with some preserves, some preservatives, not preserves, <laughs> but preservatives, you know. And so uh, he, he, his word is a preservative. It keeps me. It, it holds on to me. His, it, just remembering his goodness and his mercy. And, you know, the Bible says his mercy is new every morning. His compassions fail not. And so, uh, you know, there are things in that word that, that helped me make it through the night. It preserves me. The things that want to spoil me, things that want to ruin my life, the things that want to give me a bad day, the things that want to make me quit. His word keeps me from that. It preserves me, he preserves the faithful, and he will plentifully reward the proud doer. So be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart, all ye that hope in the Lord. And so you see, you will make it. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Rejoice not against me when I fall, for I shall arise. And man, I, I said this, I guess Monday night, I think at prayer, but it's reminding us, if God be for us, I mean, man, if God's for you, why, why quit? Why throw in the towel? And if God is cheering for you and pulling for you and reaching for you and helping you and blessing you and loading you daily with benefits, why give up? I didn't say you wouldn't cry, but along with that, that crying, go into that night season with the knowledge, I'll come out of this. Because there's three very important things I know. The night doesn't change God. The night's not going to change me. And the night don't last forever. The sun's going to rise.